Well, uh, that's how you're gonna start it. You're just gonna yeah. hesitate like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know. Well, I don't really... folks, we're back. We're yeah. back at the last episode. The final one, not doing it anymore. And Jake has prepared a parting song for us. Jake, would you like to perform it for us? I'm you, on you. the outside. I'm looking. I, I'm not going to do that, man. I don't really. Now, this is the last episode. Thomas is just being stupid. Um, it's almost it like you, you you sent me a song that you've written, <laughs> and now now it's it's showtime. And you you know that there's millions of people listening, and you're afraid of <laughs> the talent that you really have. Uh, I do like the idea of hitting like literally the moment we get we break the thousand dollar goal, just quitting. <laughs> yeah, like it went way past whatever we expected to happen. It's still not that much money, and then just being like, "Wow, oh, that was good." I guess. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> uh, like not understanding that. Like just deleting the Patreon, also. Yeah, not like, like not understanding, not it, even like, like milking it for a few months because no, people would no. forget to. They would take forget that. You know, yes, exactly. Yeah. Like literally being like, "Well, this went this far exceeded my expectations," and it's not like this thing could grow to a, a bigger size that, that could benefit my life and in, in, in some is, in some yeah. way. I will tell you, nobody cares about this. So, um, what do you think is? What's uh, what joint do you think is gonna give out next in your body? For me, yeah. So my right hip yeah. is really dog shit. Uh, it's super stiff. My hips are uneven. So like with my left leg, I'm super flexible and I can kick high. Right leg, I can't kick above like a grown man's like mid thigh area. Uh, and I've noticed that when I hit bags. Yeah. But it's it's more than that. Like, just stretching, like doing a minor stretch before I lift, like, it's just, it feels like there's, like, pop rocks in my right hip. And I yeah. don't, I've never dislocated it. I, I've never really been, like, a heavy lifter, you know? Yeah. So I don't know what to do. I think it's just going. And I'm, only, I'm 26. I'm going to be 27 on Monday. Actually. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I'm you're like, more than halfway through life. But it's still, yeah. No, the way I've lived, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But that one, both my shoulders are fucked. My right hip is the next one that, like, I'm going to be, like, doing a squat or, like, stretching or, like, hitting a, kicking a bag. And then I'm just going to feel like a, like a, like a pressure and then a pop. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just not going to be able to walk for, like, six weeks. Uh, and I don't have health insurance. So it'd probably be something like one of those things where it's like, uh, this is like $10,000 worth of work. And I'm going to be like, cool so i'm gonna do what i did with my shoulder and just keep doing like yeah. my normal stuff until like something really bad happens see till recently i had my money on my ankles being what gave out but then because whenever i was uh bigger uh i would roll my ankle like every literally like every three days it would just like one of them would just give out and i like i i just would just keep walking like like my body got sort of used to them just giving out so they would like my other foot would automatically adjust yeah so it would look like i was in severe pain when really i was only in like moderate pain you know and so so i assumed it was gonna be my ankles 
And then I dropped just a little bit of weight and immediately all my ankle problems pretty much went away. It just sounds like, like my right ankle is like the size of a baseball usually, but my left ankle. How's well, that doing? Well, I'll be honest, man. I remember it being looking a little better than that. That's also rough, but anyway. <laughs> I think that, uh, like, I attribute the hip thing to, like, having been super heavy for, like, a couple years. Yeah. And then, like, the way I do fitness, because I've quit and started, like, boxing and shit over the last 12 years, probably f- 500 times. I'll do it for six months, get depressed, don't give a fuck, won't train for a year, go back again, six months, yeah, yeah, I do that back and forth. But every time I do that, I like, I don't ease my way back into it. I'm like, I know how to do this shit. And I like get, I get, and I'm start, I like, I'm throwing hands and doing pushups and stretching with guys who are like, you know, like athletes. They're like 9% body fat. They run fucking 5Ks. And I'm like, yeah, I'm one of you guys. I'm just a little overweight. And they're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, we believe you. And we definitely don't like laugh at you. When you leave. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why a lot of my joints are fucked because I go from being like a couch retard guy to being like at the gym two hours early in the morning guy. And then in the evening and I don't like transition into that. I don't like start small. I go right back to trying to lift what I was lifting when I was in shape. And my joints are just like, dude, we've been like, we've atrophied. Like there's not, yeah. there's nothing, you know, there, there's not, there's, there's nothing here, you know? Yeah. No, I, uh, my knees, I don't even know what's going on with them. I don't really care either, but, like, I, I have full-on blown them out, like, twice. But the thing is, you can, if you just sort of use the rest of your body to walk, it, like, gait-wise, it sort of evens out. Uh, but sometimes I'll just, like, lean against something or like I'll be laying on my stomach and my knee, one of my kneecaps will just like slide to the side of my leg yeah. sort of and I just kind of pop it back but like I don't know if that's what a kneecap like is <laughs> like from what I understand it's supposed to be like a solid unit in there it's not like the top comes off or anything yeah it's, it's not like, like a, a it's not like yeah it's not like a pot yeah. <laughs> this isn't a Dutch oven. It's like one solid bone that just like, there's, there's just probably like zero cartilage in there, which is fine. I don't need any. I've got bones and muscles. It's fine. But it's like, I don't know. I don't see that holding up for long. But then this morning, I like how we are just 95 years old. Um, yeah. This morning. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday... I attempted a 50-pound deadlift PR on a whim. and also 50? A, yeah, 50-pound. Deadlift? 50-pound jump from my PR. Oh, okay. Before. Not, not I was trying to... I had the bar and a 2.5 on each side. Now, because um, I'm trying to pull... Uh, I'm not going to tell the audience where it is, but... When I get there, you'll know. I thought you said you were trying to deadlift 50 pounds. No, no. I understand I, how I worded that. I was like, was off. I was like, look, man, you're much bigger than I am. I know that you're like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you're playing it's it like, soft or like. It's like a, a <laughs> child could pick that up. 
Yeah. If it like you know put the effort. You do in. that when you get groceries. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a fifty pound deadlift is like is like picking. It's like if you leave your leg limp and then just sort of like pick it up by the foot part. But yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, and so I strained really hard and um, central nervous system just sort of. Uh, Blew a little gasket, which is fine. I don't need it. I think with my, with my hands and my, my, uh, with the wind and the spirit within me. Anyway, um, so this morning I'm feeling great because I got to go to work and everything. And, uh, I get there and I'm like, you know, I got some heavy lifting to do today. I better stretch. Yeah. And I go to stretch my shoulders, dude. And there's just fluid in there. Like, not coming out, but I can just hear, like, sloshing around in my joints. It's pretty sick. I don't know if that's... It's not sloshing, but it's like... It's like someone injected the joint itself with just, like... the You know, on, like, a that show where they used to pit, like, different warriors against each other, and they had the those dummies. The dummies that they'd stab or whatever. Yeah. It's like that that material. It's just, just they threw a little bit in different parts of my body, and I have to find it. Yeah, but uh, I, I think it's, it's really funny and also like frustrating, in a funny way that like, the guys that like I know at the gym that I train with, that are my age or older. And then, in, like before, because I've always had bad joints in general. They have these problems, but they're like, yeah, I got a couple belts from like, you know, 2008. Um, competed at IKF or whatever. Small promotions. I don't have anything. I have nothing to show for like how bad my body is put together. Like nothing. Yeah. I don't have any trophies. I don't have anything. I have nothing. I just have like a very basic understanding of Muay Thai and yeah. then like I can shoot a double leg. That's it. But everybody yeah. who's like, yeah, dude, I got a shoulder problem too is like I got a black belt in jiu-jitsu and they're like, they're, you know, I have a bunch of medals and shit. And I'm like, that's cool, man. I've never won anything in my life. Like ever. I kind of just uh, yeah. like everything sort of just falls apart, but I really like this sport a lot. I won a couple small tournaments for Taekwondo, but like uh, the international stuff, I would always, you know, you never uh, won those, but I only went to, I mostly went to smaller ones. I'd, I'd like international ones, I'd always get cocky because like I'd win the first round or whatever, and then I'd go against some like, like actual South Korean kid who was like, you know born in a temple or whatever and he yeah. would just he would just like force push me across the room yeah Very cool. I, I i think it's funny when i'll have like a good day a good sparring day and i'm like man i'm i'm pretty fucking good dude i've been posted about it i'm like i had a good day today and then like it just is a fluke. Like, I'll, like the guys who can easily beat the dog shit out of me just weren't there that day. 
Like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's what happened is, is that they either had work or were too tired to come train because they do they like run in the morning like ten miles before they come. And I just happened to be there the day that like the all right guys were there. Yeah. And I just had a good day. I wasn't tired. I wasn't gassing early. And I'm like, you know. And then like I show up next week and it's like everyone there who has taken the sport seriously been in it as long as I have, but they didn't quit a bunch of times, you know? So yeah. they're like, they're like, they have an actual 10 years. Yeah. Not like 10 years, which is actually mostly like two for me of like spending two months at a gym and then quitting whatever, but like a consistent and they're just like, hey, just get worked over like a fucking omelet, just flipped and fucking just, I'm like, man, I really should pick something else. But I hate every other type of sport. I don't even really like exercise, dude. Honestly, I hate running. I don't like lifting weights. I never got anything out of it. But I do enjoy like this. This is a, this is a, this is the longest I've stuck with it since I was a teenager. That's when good. I, like first started. Yeah, I it it was always kind of frustrating uh for me with sparring. I don't really know if it's you know, it could be a little different for your thing cuz I don't know, but like, uh, whenever I was training for a tournament or something, I would literally have to go like, at least like every other day to keep and improve on my sparring ability. Because like I, if say I had like a vacation or something and I was gone for a week, I would come back like 40% worse somehow. Um, I won't say that I will come back technique wise worse but i i will definitely say that taking a week off like i don't know if it's just my body maybe everyone's this way but the cardio aspect of it just a week and i took two months off when my shoulder separated again and i was fucked the first month i was back i was fucked but like <clears throat> um no like i will take a week off like i'm in houston visiting my girlfriend and her family and i'll come back and i'll and i'll go to class on a tuesday morning and I'll be like wheezing at the warm up, like wheezing, like I'm like, <gasps> you know, just like gasping for fucking air. Like I, like I, <laughs> like I've never fucking worked out a day in my life, and it's just been a week. Now, two weeks of consistent work, that's not a fucking problem. But it's like a week off of just like, and I'm not even really doing anything that bad. I'm not like fucking smoking rock and jacking off. Like I'm just eating fucking bad food and hanging out with the family but a week of like that not being my everyday yeah. thing my body readjusts to like sedentary lifestyle immediately and so i can't keep up i can't hit bags i can't hit pads i can't train i can't spar like i'm just a worthless sack of shit um like i'm coming up on my birthdays on monday we're going on i'm going on vacation with the girlfriend and i'm i'm not i'm dreading coming back yeah it I know I'm gonna... it's funny because like i mean you know i like traveling you know, yeah. like, I don't, you know, <laughs> okay, just, let's you, know, it, man. you know, I mean, it's just cool how we're a team and everything and we like do everything <laughs> together. And then like, <laughs> it comes to the most important day of my year, your birthday, and uh, which I knew about, I knew it was coming up. Yeah. And what do I get? Oh, well, just a nice little slap in the face for Thomas. Just a nice, hey, Thomas, uh, how about you just, you know, maybe feed the dogs that you have, you know, you have a couple <laughs> dogs. Yeah, what are their names? Um, 
Fido and Bone Bone. <laughs> yeah, Fido and Bone Bone. What kind of yeah. dogs are they? Uh, you got one big one and then one that's medium. <laughs> and they're two of the sweetest uh, dogs you could ever imagine. You could ever right. imagine. Well, man, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but... Uh... No, it's okay. It's not even like it's drama. It's just like, like if there was beef or something, like you know, you'd want it to be out in the open. But I guess there's not. I guess that's just the way things are. Yeah, you know. You know I, I guess you know, like you th- I guess you're just more into this than I am. Like you know, like I'm no, just playing it's it like, cool. Like, no, I'm like, it's know. like it's okay if you like talk to. I don't know. It's like you can I talk to other girls. You can, no, you can talk to <laughs> other podcasters or whatever. It's not that big of a deal. It's just like I just. It feels like I'm I'm in a level of commitment here where <laughs> I'm putting myself out on the table for you because I see um, like a real future here, and then oh I I see oh you're talking to uh, name a yeah. podcaster man <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> you know I know so many of them it's just hard to. Oh, so you're you know so okay. So I feel like yeah, you're I know. a little. Oh, great! Now I can't even. Here. I can't even have friends now. Yeah, you no, know I don't. Is? I just think That's you're. Abusive. I think you're projecting what you're accusing me of. You're guilty of, and you're guilty of guilt in your heart. This is just like what happened with Bad Bunny and his girlfriend. You know that? Who the fuck is Bad Bunny? He's a he's a dance hall artist. He's one of the most famous artists in the whole world. And it, honestly, it's kind of like gaslighting. I have no he, idea who that is. No, Bad Bunny. He's, he's like a, you know who Ozuna is, right? Who the fuck is Everyone that? Everyone knows who that is. Who? Ozuna. Who is that? Who's Azuna? Who's Azula? Azuna. He's the one of the greatest. He's one Azuna? of the most famous artists in the world. I don't know do you, who do, either Do you know who are. Daddy Yankee is? I only know Gasolina. Yeah, dude, it's like, so you're literally like almost Mexican. How And is you that? don't even know. I just said you're, I didn't even say you were, I just said almost. <laughs> you could have a, you know, it's a close call here and there. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, so you deny your culture. And now because of that, what am I left with? A big, big bag of rocks for Thomas. Cause he's, you know, that's what I am to you. Well, you know. Everybody's got to have their big bag of rocks. I thought we had been talking for this point for like 35 minutes, and I just checked it. <laughs> no, but I'll make it. Oh, no, no, you can change the subject if you need to. No, it has nothing to do. <laughs> no, I bet it doesn't. But it's not even a big deal. Well, listen, man, you know, everyone knows that we are best friends in real life, and we we're, talk about we're really good very friends. serious stuff. And you don't. Know, you know me like the back of my hands. The back of your own hands, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so I appreciate you coming forward and saying stuff like this because as super close friends who don't just mostly talk during these episodes. Yeah, maybe day. maybe maybe 15 minutes a week outside of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I should have been more thoughtful and I should have taken you on – Considered you on this road trip, yeah, to go visit people I met on the internet who probably are going to bail when I get there, and I will have driven. You know, you've always been like a little brother to me. <laughs> you do look older than I do. 
No, you've been like a little brother that um, was like a lot, like like really naive and like younger, mm-hmm. and like maybe got picked on. But I would step in front mm-hmm. of you, the bullies and you, because I'd be in yeah. the middle. <laughs> I'd be in the middle of that. Um, <laughs> I would okay. step in front of them, but I would mm-hmm. be guarding. I would be stepping in front of you because I'd be. I wouldn't be guarding them though. I'd be pretty <laughs> age gap in front of us, and I'm laughing at me being 15 and you being nine and being like, "Hey, leave him alone." <laughs> yeah, I was a I was a stout little nine year old. Let me tell you. Did you have a beard when you were nine? Uh no, no. I was actually I had a baby face when I was nine. Mm. I looked back when I was nine. You could have sworn I was eight and a half. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, how old were you when you were nine? How old was I? Yeah. Well, you know, the the old guy that lived across from the street from me always called me an old soul. Uh, yeah. And said I was super mature for my age. And uh, we hung out a lot. Yeah. And, uh, Let me guess, his name was Santa Claus? No, his name was... Uh, That's a little inside joke for the audience. I haven't told Jake about that guy yet. <laughs> It's not even a lie. I haven't told you about him. About the mythical figure? Uh, yeah. I'm winking right now. Hard. I'm going to get a DM from guys that are like, you don't know about Santa Claus, dude. Yeah, you know, I get like, DMs about this show. I think that, I feel like because I, I don't know, I feel like uh, I get more than you do. Why would they DM me? I'm, People don't. Do I seem like someone who's involved in the everyday affairs of anything? I don't know. I mean, you have a lot of you have you have quite a bit of followers. Assuming you would get some about the show. I mean, people message me about it all the time. There's a whole whole tab over there, and you don't have to click it. <laughs> well, I have friends, and I'm 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 doing shirts right now, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I'll, I'll always see, and I'll open them sometimes, but I usually don't respond to that stuff. Now, if someone says, "Now, if someone says, hey, man, I, you know, I like the, you're doing good, you know, I'm proud of you, and I love you, I'll say, uh, I love you too, man, something like that. I mean, if it's just like a straight up, you know, someone being nice, but like, if it's something like, hey, dude, like, you... Like you owe me seven hundred dollars, or like you owe me five hundred and fifty dollars, or like where is my car, or like stop contacting me, like please, you know, leave me alone, or like stuff like that. I'm not gonna open it, you know. Yeah, because you're not. Here's the thing, and I've said this for years: a vibe lost is a brother gained. You said that. I've been saying it. For, I've been saying it for years. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I feel Any, like you definitely would say anybody something. who's known me since several years will know about that. Vibe lost as a brother gained. Yeah. The book um, of Thomas should be 
Have you ever looked into publishing a book? I was wondering if you could do that for me. You're not busy this weekend. Um, unironically, and I'm a joke I have, uh, but I won't publish anything you write, man. I refuse. No, I, uh, Stop showing me your fucking nipples, dude. Dude, you can't even see them. I have my camera turned off. I can see them. I just no, saw them. They're not turned on. The the camera isn't. <laughs> no, the, well, I mean, they aren't. <laughs> they're sort of halfway, because I have my socks off. And my so shit's always hard as a fucking rock, dude. My nipples are always, literally, they're hard right now. See? They're always, because they're so tiny. Mine are either the size Everybody of... Show- no, I think I've seen them, but I haven't been. <laughs> they're super. They're like fucking little pennies. That's weird, man, because that sticks out. Yeah. No, there's no surface area. I see. They. You got little. You got little quarter size ones. Yeah. Now it depends because they're like sort of halfway right now, for some reason. They're usually either a little bit more like that, like, or. Uh, but in the summer, they're like, uh, like very brown. Uh, Which is cool, I guess. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I got them uh, Latina nipples. Uh, well, I don't know if that's what how it is in what is in Spanish. I'm not gonna ask a coworker or anything. That's weird. <laughs> Hey brother, oh, I, I, hey, uh, over there. I ain't got, I ain't, ain't gonna try and interrupt you or nothing. I was just wondering, uh, what these things right here, these guys, and you're like flicking them back and forth, they're yeah. getting hard. You're like, what you call these? And they're like, <laughs> very confused, yeah, and upset. I didn't ask you, like, I don't really want you to get like, you know, weirded out or nothing. It's just, you know, I said nipples. I feel like that's right, but I don't really know if it is. So. I remember I had a I had a coworker tell me that <laughs> so lunch in Spanish is lunche, right? Um, but he said it was El Luncho, and I just believed him because <laughs> like it's equally believable to me. Yeah. I was like, "How do you say lunch in Spanish?" He was like, "El uh, Luncho," and then like you could, I, he smiled at me, but it was like. In the moment, it see, even though he was a guy that I joked around with all the time, for some reason, I was like, wow, you know, I've taught him a few English words. I just teach me some Spanish. This is like the circle of life right here. And then later, I was like, Luncho, that can't, that's. There's not a. I asked another coworker, and he, I asked another coworker, and he just started laughing. I was like, great. <laughs> now I'm like. Hey, you guys want to go grab some luncho? Yeah. They all start beating me up (laughs) and laughing and stomping on me. Slap you like a misbehaved Just a bunch of five, three Mexican dudes just... Beating the shit out of you. Just pulling at my legs and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to tear your fucking boots off. Yeah. I, uh... I'm thinking... I've been applying to a lot of jobs. Yeah. I hope that I get one, but... um, I hope you don't, but I have a good reason. What's that? I want you to earn it. Earn what? You gotta struggle, man. You gotta go through 
It's like Dragon Force said. You gotta go through the fire and the flames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You I got a... On one hand, you got your trials. You know, you got some... You stick with it through the trials, you'll have some tribulations on the way, you know, man? Are you saying that I go through bad stuff to have more bad stuff happen later? No, man, I'm just I'm just saying I'm ready for the tribulations. And nothing. Yeah. Damn trials. Damn, tribulations does sound cool. Now, boy, I tell you, you, you will keep on messing around with you. I'm going to get you some tribulation. That's what, uh, that's what it's called when, uh, <laughs> There's girls from. Come on, spit it out. <laughs> it's the ladies on the TV. It's called tribulations. Oh, when the girls scissor. It's called tribulating. Yeah. yeah. You know, I Something. don't. I know that it sounds like that, but also in my mind, that works just fine. Yeah, no, it's, I decided that's true. <laughs> Any of you, uh, my wonderful. Lesbo friends out here, out there. That's that's the new term. I saw a post that was like, uh, "You can't say dyke if you're not." No, oh, yeah, I I actually retweeted that. <laughs> you can't your say if you're like. That was you. Yeah, that was actually me. <laughs> it probably was. No, I'm not it, even it, kidding. It, I'm it, sure. it was. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. I. uh I remember it was like, if you're like not a non-black lesbian, like you can't say it. And I was like, none of this post said that I can't say it as a white straight man. Like, yeah. it, it feels like she really fucked up there. Because <clears throat> I say it all the time. It feels like one of those PG slurs, you know, where it's like, yeah, maybe PG-13. Where you're See, like, it's, it's, for me, it's one of those that I don't tend to like say, but in my head is... Is uh, my vocabulary in my head just from growing up around here is not like necessarily even what I morally agree with. It's no, just absolutely what comes not. to mind. No, yeah, no, I know. Like, there's terms for things that I would never use in my life that unfortunately are the default word I think of in certain situations. And I don't say it. Also, I should clarify that I'm not thinking of anything actually that bad. What I'm saying. Oh, I am. I'm thinking uh, like the worst shit on planet Earth. Yeah. Well, I was doing damage control, but ah, well, you're, now you you fucked up because yeah. you started out. You you tried to steer away from the ice, and you ended up staring into it. I think I told you about it's this. just like uh, Titanic. You know, when they're both that that girls laying there on the couch, all. Whore like, yeah. What a slut. <laughs> That's what you get, you know, from going out on a boat just to just to see the boys. Get some foppish, <clears throat> like yeah, pre Great Depression dick. Yeah. You think they had showers on the Titanic? Uh, or, I mean, or not they sure. just uh, maybe they just throw a rope over the side. Take a little dip and climb back up. That's what yeah. they did. The problem was they had too many people on one side, hoisting down the ropes, and it tipped, it tipped over. Mm-hmm. 
Where the fuck are you at that you hit an iceberg? Yeah. I'll tell you where. Where's that? The North freaking Pole. Yeah, somebody... Man, this episode something rocks. T- something tells me. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> one Mr. Uh, Santa Claus could have saved a lot of people. Um, I, uh, when I was in elementary school, I think I, I was pretty young. Oh, did you and meet I, him? No, I, uh, I asked my mom, I was like, hey, uh, <clears throat> so like Santa's not real, <clears throat> right? <clears throat> and she was like, she didn't even try to hide it. She's like, no. And she was like, uh, I need you to understand something though. And I mean this. Uh, you're going to be in a lot of trouble if you do not listen to words I'm about to say. Because I was probably like six or seven, probably six. And she was like, you cannot, under any circumstances, go to school after Christmas break and tell kids that Santa's fake and their parents make the presents under the tree. And I was like, yeah, mom, whatever, like, 100%, like, I'm not going to do anything like that. Like, I would never do something, like, what What kind of man do you take me for? Like, wow, this is super frustrating. Like, okay, mom. <laughs> the, <laughs> the day, the day I returned to, like, first grade, <clears throat> I was like, do y'all stupid motherfuckers still believe in Santa Claus? Like, you got to be the dumbest sack of shit because he's not real. And kids who, like, didn't do anything wrong, like, they had nothing but wonder in their heart, were like, no, pretty sure he's real, man. Because he comes to my house. And I'm like, no, your mom wakes up and puts the present under the tree. And they're like, no. And that was my first experience into being, like, a joy-killing smug prick. Yeah. And I got, like, super addicted to that rush from, like, yeah. a very early age. And most people can probably tell. Yeah. Um, you're a lot like Anthony Jeselnik in a lot of ways. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, I uh, you know, when I was younger, I thought he was really cool and uh, and like not like yeah. a gay man uh, in real life. Yeah, we've all been 15 before, you know. Mm-hmm. I know I have. So. <laughs> no, he was. Uh, he's one of those guys like. I heard him on Pandora like everybody else did. And, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just found that funny. Uh, you know, he was a, originally discovered on Pandora Radio yeah. for, for comedy <laughs> albums, and that's where yeah. he got picked up. No, I heard his delivery and everything. This is when I was like 14, 15. I was like, this guy has some pretty pretty killer jokes i mean he'd be he toes the line he goes there but that bastard pulls it off and then i went on youtube and i watched him for like 30 seconds so i was like yeah this guy sucks he's because he has this look on his face which none of you can see it but you can also look up what anthony jesselnik looks like you think i'm here to baby you you think i'm oh i'm mr teacher i'm mr handsome teacher with big arms no I'm more than that I'm your friend anyway Jake he goes like this he goes yeah he gives like a 
Like, I know how the world really works, kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah. He did a roast. I forget who the roast of, of, of uh, the roast of who it was. I don't know what roast. But Jeselnik and Patrice O'Neill were on it. And Jeselnik goes up and delivers this, like, super smug delivery about, like, just, just in his normal style. Patrice O'Neill comes up on after him and he's like, you look like you work at medieval times. <laughs> and it, the, it was such like, it wasn't even, it was just the, it was one of those, everything he said was such a crucial roast. And then he goes, you shut up, you fucking prick and bring me my mutton, you stupid fucking nothing. And it was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> just the way Patrice O'Neill like, said shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't think if anyone else had said that, it would have made any sense. You know, like, what does it mean a dude who looks like he works at medieval times? But because it was Patrice, it was like, yeah, no, he kind of does look like a like a like a useless type of person, <laughs> like a guy who yeah. just doesn't have anything else going on. And then to be like, just serve me my goddamn turkey and a leg, you stupid fucking nothing. I was like, man, yeah, that was kind of. I, I was like, wow, like Patrice O'Neill is is much, and that was like my. I was probably like fifteen. I was like, this Patrice. He, that was like my first actual introduction to Patrice O'Neill. I was like, okay, like this is this guy's actually funny. I thought this guy was funny for different reasons, but Patrice O'Neill is like, if you could just yeah. make me laugh by saying something that makes no sense, then like, yeah. No, it was also, also to be actually like, because uh, nothing there is really like off the cuff typically with like a celebrity roast. So to just be, yeah, yeah, they're all very like pre-prepared. A, I I don't um you know uh, Patrice O'Neill being just a funny black guy just sort of had that by default. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very well discussed. Yes, very yeah, well discussed I mean, phenomenon. That's something that's a skill he already had. Whereas yeah. Anthony Jeselnik, he refined he, some personality you know, that you, white people don't have the same. I mean, it's not across the board, pizzazz. but generally, there's not – you don't have roast battles. Yeah, yeah. Whereas me, you know, you know, sometimes yeah. I'll go to work and I'll get told, like, I look like um, one of the Smurfs if they were, you know, just shape-wise, if they were a human. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if that particular coworker, you know, is listening. But I will say that was a good one, and I thought about it for, you know, three or four days, you know. And that happens, and Patrice O'Neill had that. Uh, whereas Anthony Jeselnik is just sort of a worm, you know. Yeah. I remember I liked him initially. This is a super interesting conversation. I liked him initially because yeah, he was are... Dane Cook going yeah. nuts over this. He did a yeah. Dane Cook thing where he pretended to be him and like did an impression of him. And Anthony Jeselnik's whole thing was like, God's not real. But he didn't do it in like a funny George Carlin way. It was in like a, like a, like a way that he's like, I'm better than you for not believing or whatever. And I was like, yeah, get Dane Cook. He's stupid or whatever. And then later on, I realized I was like, man, I, by the way, we're talking about a guy who's wildly successful in his career. <laughs> like yeah. way more than like anything that I will ever it could have done had I actually tried anything that now well, we're talking about you a know, guy who someday 
You know, you never know. No, no. no well, me for me for me, I'll be there. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, you know, if like, if like, <laughs> will Andrew I ever? Dice will play... I ever? Will I ever try stand up? No, I have no plans of it. But in a way, also, you never know. Um, I could be, you know, we could be like the. Maybe like the Anthony Jeselnik and the um, name a guy. You could be Dimitri Martin. Uh, that's that's upsetting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would be. I just tried to that's pick. That's fucking. That's that was a guy when I was in high school that I was like, yeah, this guy probably like is really smart and he reads, so I'm gonna watch his stuff. And I like pretended to like that type of shit. Because there was a type of person I wanted to be, but really the only thing that I would watch and really laugh at was like Carlin saying the N word and then like, uh, just I would like never laugh at something like that. <laughs> it would probably make me cry if I heard it. And then, and then like, uh, I don't know, like Sam Kinison yelling at somebody or something. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, anyway, but I remember there was definitely a time when I was in high school where I was like, yeah, I watched like a different type of stand up, you know? Like, I watched the type, probably like you wouldn't get it. It's like smart comedy, you know? Yeah. And people actually, who like. I like Bill Hicks, and I, well, you could just, I'll put it like this. You better not have a gun around me when I'm alone, because I, I have some <laughs> deep thoughts, and I, I'm troubled deeply. <laughs> That uh, that was very much me in ninth grade. Uh, yeah, and it, I remember. It, the The only thing that's different now is is that so many people told me how stupid that it, type of person is to be that I was worn down like a pebble in a stream, and now I yeah. kind of just chill out. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, it would be cool to try to be pretentious again at thirty. And just have everyone, just alienate everybody in my life. Just try to be like a college freshman type guy that's like, yeah, I only really like, uh, you know, like noise rock. I mean, well, I'm I'm talking about a guy that exists, and I know several of them who <laughs> are like 28 or 29, and they're like, yeah, yeah, no, I don't really watch like movies that are like out in the theaters, you know. I'm like, that's cool, man. I think, I think I'm going to wait like five years and then claim to be like the only one who remembers Pearl Jam. Except, like, like I'll sort of, like, steal Gen X's bit, but, like, when they're not doing it anymore. Yeah, when they're all, like, too dead or old or whatever. Yeah. I think, to, to, to be, like, uh, I mean, I don't know, like, the, the whole Eminem thing. You know, like, people like, Gen Z just found out about Eminem, and it's like, you need to understand something. People who existed and were alive and were adults at the same time of Eminem were trying to, quote unquote, cancel him. Like he was a very like people did not want him to make rec. Like I, I don't understand. Like oh, they're you're canceling Eminem. People our age were doing that. People older than us, were, our parents were doing that. Yeah, like our parents, I was like politicians and shit. Like everybody, yeah, it was like you know. Yeah. Did you ever have an Eminem phase? Uh. Not like, so yeah, well, I don't want to say like a, an identity wise, I, uh, whenever I was like 15 or 16, I listened to him, but not like religiously, you know, 
Like I, I, I still. Yeah. Okay. Like I went back, and uh, the only project of his I ever really liked was um, the original Slim Shady LP, where it's got like uh, I don't know, it's got a few on it. And I was like, oh, there was right. the three: the Slim Shady LP, the Marshall Mathers LP, and then like uh, the Eminem show. That was like the big three. Yeah. See, I only ever really the, liked the Slim Shady LP. The Slim Shady LP. I don't know. I, why. I, I remember. Just... No, I mean, like, I, I just I remember being like, my dad was the type of guy who was like, I hate rap, but there's something about that Eminem guy. You just gotta love him. And I'm like, as a kid, I was like, yeah, I guess. And I got older, and I, like I realized that my dad was just like a casually racist guy from Texas. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I can figure out what it was. He was rapping about the same type of things, basically. Only he like, yeah. lived in a trailer like you did, and he looks like you. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty cut and dry. I think it's cool how he looks now. He looks so cool. It's clear that he's like entering that age where he's like dying his beard, like a dark he's, he's had He's had work done. But, like, to look like that, have you noticed? He's had, like, a couple of those jobs, I think. I mean, I, I don't really look at pictures of him that all that much. Uh, no, I look at like him you do, like, almost, you look like, at two or three hours a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say, Marshall. You're at work and, Marshall, like, you're digging a hole and you're, like... I say, Marshall, you've lost the plot. You used to be <laughs> a stunning devil. And now, look at you. You're You're a Hollywood... You, you, you're a... <laughs> Dude, I'm so tired. I've been trying to. I know, steam. man. I uh, this isn't a good. You know, this, this. Sometimes you swing for the fences and you fucking strike out, and then the second guy comes up behind you and he just fucking strikes out, and then the third guy does. You lose the game twenty. Yeah, years well, there's only two. Which I don't think is possible. And you know, uh, you know what they call that. Is half an inning. Mm-hmm. And you know what half of inning is? Twice a winning. Uh, Vince sure. Lombardi used to say that. <laughs> you do half the winning, twice the innings. I don't even know who Vince innings. Lombardi is. Who's Vince you Lombardi? 24-inch rims, and they stay spinning. ThomasHipHop.com I've been listening to uh, Paul Wall again lately. Have you? I've been listening to a lot of Gucci, and there's a, a line... He says, he says, um, uh, riding in the drop, but I don't know where I'm going. And I really like that line, uh, because I like the idea of Gucci Mane in like a slab convertible Cadillac and he's on some freeway in Atlanta and he's so fucked up. He has zero idea of where his determined destination is, where he intended to go initially. Uh, he doesn't even have a place that he might stop at. He's just kind of like, this was pretty before he got locked up. Uh, it's that song, Still Tipping. Uh, yeah. Where he also says, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm so froze up, I might throw up. Which is also very funny and cool to me, because he's like, uh, you know. It's the first time you hear a rapper say, I think I'm too chopped up, man. I think I don't know if I can handle <laughs> I don't know if I can handle all the shit I put in my body. I, I might puke. Normally they're like, I, I eat. Uh, I, I don't know if we've done this before, but there was that Future song before he got really big. I think the hook was like, uh, I ate 56 bars all in one month. You know, it ain't nothing. And I remember I was thinking at the time, 
I was like, is he saying that's a lot? Like I had a prescription for more than that. I don't like. I it sounded like he yeah. was flat. I had fifty six bars all in one month, but but it ain't nothing. And I was like, like people. I mean, that was if, a you're, little, if you're if you're mixing it with everything else, I mean, but I mean that. But I was. Is, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, now I, you maybe can't I'm be. Has he not just enough an drug addict for you? Yeah. No, I just I thought maybe dude lie, lie. Uh, I ate 256 bars. All, I ate 500. Lie. It's not realistic. You're a rapper, dude. Dude, there are suburban white moms who eat more than that. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Well, you know, I think we should just give him a second chance. Future, if you would like to come on to the Pendejo Time podcast, we will have to schedule you a few months in advance because we're booked out. We're we're way yeah. overbooked. Yeah, we got um Joe Biden. Skip, we got Skip it to flip it coming on next week. <laughs> After that, skip we got to flip it. We, we have, got uh, Young Scooter. Young Scooter. Uh, we're getting Rollo on if we can. We are getting uh, uh, Black Star uh, Talib Kweli on to talk. Conscious rap. Uh, where we've got a seventeen-hour-long interview with Dell the Funky Homo Sapien <laughs> coming soon. Where it most of the interview is us following uh, uh, him in his car, and the last five minutes of it are uh, us ringing his doorbell a bunch of times. <laughs> uh, what if we killed that guy? I feel like it wouldn't be very hard. He's got to be like 60 by now. No, dude. He's like probably like, well, he's probably like 50. I don't think he was Del that funky almost He's probably like mid-50s, man. He's got to be pushing 60. Dude, I'll look it up right He now. was old when he did that Gorillaz song. He was like in his like early 40s. Yeah, probably like early 50s, yeah. Dude, um, is he saved away. Dude, he's 48. Fuck, really? Yeah. No way. Dude, you suck. Damn. Yeah. Now he looks old. He looks he looks like a yeah, I was gonna you know what no, no, um uh Who's that guy no, that did Gangster's Paradise? His name it's on tip of my tongue. Coolio. Coolio, he's like fifty. So yeah, so he does uh porn beats now. Really? That's like you know he job. sold you know he sold his whole discography so he could go to culinary school <laughs> like he sold the rights the, to like yeah everything. he sold the rights to everything so, that is because he so wanted to bad. be a chef he did that, that in like 2009 <laughs> it reminds me of when uh, uh 50 cent like a few years back was like i'm broke i'm declaring bankruptcy and then like two weeks later he posted a picture of him in front of a rolls royce phantom that he was like just bought this and i was like respect <laughs> Like that, I don't know if the first post was a lie or the second one is, but one of them is true, and either either option is very funny to me. Yeah, I remember he had to pay Rick Ross's like baby mama like thirty million, or it was like fifteen million dollars or something because he had her like sex tape with another guy leaked or something, <laughs> which like I don't agree with on a moral basis at all, but I will say. Um, purely from a 
from a game theory standpoint. All right. That was well played. Clutch um, move. I, I don't, don't, anyone listening, don't do that. All right. I'm just saying somebody, it was innovative. Um, somebody did tell me, I don't, I never Googled it to confirm if it was true or not, but somebody told me that Big Pun used to, uh, they had a bed. Sometimes he would record in a studio that had a bed in it. He would lay down and he would rap because he couldn't stand up long enough to like do like a full four hour studio session. So he would like just lay down in a bed because he was, he was like, I mean, there's fat rappers. There was obviously Notorious B.I.G., but Big Pun was like problematically large. Like yeah, he, he was like diffi- 500 pounds. Or whatever. <laughs> he had like, he had a fundamental difficulty, like just being alive. And so Biggie again, I don't. Like- I think he was probably like maybe three fifty, maybe. Yeah, yeah, because he was you tall know, at too. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. A big pun was like you know my six hundred pound life big, and so again, I don't care if this is true or not. Please don't tell me that it is or isn't. It's funnier to me to imagine him recording. I'm not a player. I just fuck a lot while he's in a fucking like a Tempur-Pedic like queen size bed. Yeah, just heaving, just pretending he would fit in a hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As he's getting I, I, hosed off the whole time. Yeah, he's he's like being fanned with grape leaves and shit. Yeah. I, dude, I love that song. I I think I, I we had an episode where we talked about our trip to the funny farm. I think I talked. Yeah, about yeah, how, you talked. Yeah, about they played about it. They played it in the mental hospital, and I was like, "Is this real? Am I imagining?" Pony <laughs> boy, like, and I'm just like, ah. And knowing that he was too fat to stand up now. That makes it all the fun, all the more like it's just yeah. much funnier to me. Did he die just from being fat? I think he did die from being too fat, like a heart, like heart, like he had cardiomyopathy, myopia or some shit. Um, he would be, I don't know if he beefed or whatever with the IR or not, but he would be maybe the easiest person to shoot I could imagine. Not only in terms of fighting him, but in terms of like. I feel like you would just sort of have to fire off a bullet in the air, and then you've kind of got it. Do you remember at the... So, obviously, Straight Outta Compton didn't... Did you see that movie? No. No, I lived it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, they did not portray Suge Knight in a positive light. And it's not a surprise, because, like, there's tons of news and stuff from that era about how he was, like... He was the real deal. He was a bad dude. I remember reading at the at the Straight Outta Compton premiere, he committed vehicular manslaughter and drove his like Cadillac onto the curb of the premiere and like killed two people or like killed one and severely injured the other. And I was like, uh, I remember reading about that and I was like, dude, the whole hip hop world knows you are a hard guy. It's been 30 years gone. Like you don't need to do. That leads me to believe he legitimately just is kind of like an out of pocket guy. Because I remember it was some night talk show where he was like, yeah, we stabbed uh, Easy e with an AIDS syringe. You know, that's how he got got. And that was a conspiracy theory for a while. I don't know if it was real or not. He just like said it. I think maybe he said it for clout. But it was like, dude, you uh, you should probably like chill a little bit. <laughs> You're like yeah. 55 years old. Like you don't. Ice Cube's doing family comedies, man. And he's yeah. got like 20 mil in the bank. You don't have to be like a blood anymore, dude. Yeah. You you can just chill out. Yeah, I think he was one of those guys who like kept trying to get killed and then just the universe just never let it happen. Yeah. He would like 
jump off a skyscraper onto like a giant trampoline accidentally and just have the time <laughs> of his life. Uh, I remember thinking like, you know, they had to use your likeness for the movie. They had to use your name. So I'm sure he got a payout. Uh, probably a decent size one. You know, it was a huge movie. Big producers behind it. Why do you got to go and do something like that? You don't like just hang out, like enjoy your royalties. Hey, or hey you want to know who owns the uh, the rights to Suge Knight's life story? Who's that? Ray J. No, it's not. Are you serious? Look it up. I didn't look <laughs> it up. I want you to look it up for me and tell me. Okay, I want to look up. Ray, I'm actually just going to Google Ray J. Suge Knight, and it might lead me down a dark path. <laughs> Suge Knight denies reports that Ray J. owns rights to his life story. So it's true. The interesting connection between... It's true, folks. I've decided to believe that... just because he went out of his way to deny it that it is true. Okay, and it says, according to TMZ reports, the former, uh, yeah, this was after the, he got sentenced to jail for, I think, what I was just talking about, signs his life rights to Ray J. That rocks. Dude, I was like, I think it's, I was like 90% sure that I didn't make that up, and then just believe it, but also I was like, I might have made that up, like. Sometimes I'll just, like, think of a joke, and then it becomes, like, a fact in my head. And so I'm like, no, dude, like, Will Smith literally was, like, married to Whoopi Goldberg for, like, two months or more. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, dude, like, actually, no. And I'm like, you can look it up. And then they look it up, and they're like, yeah, there's zero results for that. I'm like, well, it's because I got divorced. So, yeah, they had, they had they a purge delete the articles. They, you know, you know yeah. big tech or whatever. Well, you know, I think this is probably one of the best episodes we've ever done. Uh, yeah. And, top uh, 50 for sure. Top, top, top 50. We've only done 27, but you know. Um, oh, hey, we better uh, you know, do one more. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, get, get ready for it. So we're on the oh, freaking yeah. 20. We're going to do the premium 20, next. So we're on the freaking 27 club. Because then we'll have done 28. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think when I turn twenty-seven, I'm not. I'm not famous. So if I died, it would just be that I died. Yeah. Uh, no, it wouldn't really matter. Yeah. I would just. I would just keep. It would just be silence for forty-five to fifty-five minutes out of the podcast, and then I would just say things like every seven minutes. I'd be like, hey, earlier today, I like. I found some chalk, but like there, there wasn't any concrete, so I just kept it in my pocket, waiting for chalk time. You know, but I washed my pants, and now it's chalk city in the washer, bro. No response. I just wait until I think of something else. Um, That's how I imagined it'd go. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, the money is hooked up to my bank account, so. Yeah. Well. Uh, I'm for now, <laughs> you know. I two can play that game in terms of having a bank account. 
I hope we get sponsors off this episode. I feel like this is yeah. a big one. <laughs> this is this is our big break. I've got uh, Lauren Michaels listening to this. Is this free, by the way? It better be. Yeah, this is this is free. All right, cool. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this and you thought this was the funniest and most interesting and compelling thing you've ever heard, you should go on over to patreon.com slash pendejo time and subscribe. We're about to break a thousand dollars a month. Uh, and uh, we're super excited about that, and we hope you will contribute to that if you're listening to this and you're in New Zealand or whatever, whatever stupid fucking coins y'all got down there. Um, you know, buy li- subscribe to the Patreon, uh, so I don't have to get a job. Uh, yeah, and win in a row, yeah, win it, win in, win in hell. All right, see ya, see ya.